Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman and & Company. And today, we're going to talk about selling online. Should you sell online? And will you fail without an online store? Right. So those are the first question we get all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and should I sell online and how do I do that? And most of them are more tentative. It's almost like, do I have to sell online? You know, because they really don't want to at some yeah. level, but, but they're asking because they think they might might have to. There's a bit of an obligation and, and, and you know, some other, some euphemisms, some other words, you know, um, you know, should you have an e-commerce right. store, you know, should, um, should you have online checkout, right. should you have a way for your customers to pay online. A shopping cart. A shopping cart, you know, these are all things that, that you might get approached um, that you should do, yes, um, or you might feel that you should do or not, and we're going to, I guess, talk today about helping you make that decision because it's important to put some thought into making this decision and not not just do it one way or another. You sh- it should be calculated, right? And and I do want to differentiate here. We're not talking about whether or not you should have an online presence uh, or a website or a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Yes. You don't have you don't have any choice as far as we're concerned. Okay, if you're going to have a business sometime now or in the future, you will need some kind of an on- online presence. Could be a Facebook business page, it could be a simple website page, um, anything along those lines, but you've got to have a place where you can tell your customers to go to kind of to kind of look you up or check you out. Yes, uh, people are going to want to see you online. It's going to be a place where you're going to be able to um, explain who you are, yes. where it can easily be shared. So somebody is going to say, "Oh yeah, email me that company you were telling me about that makes T-shirts." Right. You know. So it's got to be easily shared. It's got to say what you do. Yes. It's got to have an easy way to contact you. Um, bonus other things are uh, it should be able to place where people can see reviews. Yeah, that about would be your great. Company um, where you could post pictures of your work. Absolutely. Pictures of you. Videos, videos, yeah. Videos. You know, these are also, that could be, you could exclusively live on an Etsy site, you can exclusively live on a Facebook page, you can exclusively have a website, you can have all three. Yep. You know, there's plenty of places. It needs to be easy and needs to be easy to communicate. Go to xyz.com. Go to mytshirtshop.com. Something you can put on your business card. Yes, go to Facebook and type in, you know, Mike's T-shirt shop. You know, go to Etsy and, and, and whatever it might be. But you got to be easily be able to share. You have to have that. So we right. have to turn to that. Yeah. So now the question is: is once you have that, um, do you need to be able to sell online? So um, when we talk about selling online or shopping carts or e-commerce, what we're what we're really talking about is the ability for someone to place an order for your products that you sell on a website without you having to interface with them. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go to just like you go to Amazon.com or Walmart or someplace like that and just order products to have delivered, um, selling online is giving the ability for other people to do that for your products. So, And there's also two things to consider here is um, 
is selling online going to be part of your business, or do you want selling online to be your business? Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. And, and an important distinction, right? Because yeah. if you want to sell um, hiking t-shirts uh -huh. as your niche market, and you want to reach the entire planet with your hiking t-shirts, you will not be able to do that without an e-commerce website or an online shopping cart. Yeah, and there are you're not going to find it often now, but um, the way it used to be, and there's still some some you know some old school folks out there you'll run into rarely, but every once in a while, right. where all of their business has gotten online. But in order to place an order, you have to pick up the phone and tell somebody your credit card number yes. and things like that. So yeah. all of your business might be like that. Um, and if that's the case where you sell a product online and people call up and say, I want this part number or I want this size style of shirt yeah. and you're literally taking your credit card, you're already ready for e-commerce. Right. You need to do it. Um, and uh, because you're selling it, you have a part number, a product, a specific one that comes in a specific color, size, and shape with a specific design, and it's just re repeat. That's okay. an online, you have an online business so, already. So we're building a little bit of a list here. So first of all, we all recognize that you have to have an online presence of some kind. Mm -hmm. And secondly, if you want to sell nationally at all, um, you're going to need uh, an e-commerce site. You're going to need a shopping cart site. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to be able to sell and take orders online exclusively. If you're already doing this at some level by phone, then you definitely just need to flip that switch and, and turn it into a complete online process. Um, but there is kind of this, um, well, I guess, I guess the, real, the real question, the way I want to say it is, do you, do you have to sell online? Mm -hmm. Is the only way you succeed, if you're not the big national company, if you're not trying for that niche market all over the place, do you have to have a shopping cart? So um, the, in short, no. Right. You know, there are plenty of our customers uh, that, that don't have any, probably more than less, that don't have a shopping cart. They right. sell everything direct through their through their customer base. More, yeah. more than likely, your local. Um, you are either going around and, and outbound selling by driving, meeting people, going to events, passing out your card, flea markets and flea fairs, markets, fairs, all that stuff. Yeah, you might be and and getting referrals, and that yeah. might be all of your business right there. And you take orders. Your customers call you up. You call them. This is the size. This is the logo. This is the style. That orders, you know, for a hundred of these things, okay, it's five hundred whatever dollars, whatever it might be, yeah. you know, like, and then here, here's your invoice, here's the credit card I want to put yeah. it on, and and, here's a check, and you can be a raging success oh, like that. Amazing, I mean, success. really, and we've got some some great customers that do that, or maybe they just have a Facebook page, mm -hmm. you know, and and they do that kind of like email or message me for orders, yeah, you know, and they're perfectly successful doing that as well. Yeah, and you could do everything. Uh, through email, through yeah. phone calls, faxes, maybe you know yeah. that's just your thing, right? Uh, but no, yeah. you can't actually do faxes anymore. <laughs> I I, it would be sweet if you okay. could. Um, but yeah, that so you could completely succeed that way. But the question then is: is should you add an e-commerce option though? Right. What What would you gain out of it, and what are the what are the pitfalls? What are the negatives if you do this? And then you've got to uh, kind of cost-benefit weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. And then at that point in time, you make the decision, this is something that is going to benefit my business. All right. So so you decide, Mark Feeler. Okay. Should we talk about the ways that they'll make more money, or we should we talk about the horrible things that will happen to them 
if they <laughs> if they do it improperly. Oh, okay. So do about lead the with good the news scary. Or the the good news or the bad news first. The good news or the bad news. Uh, I would say. Um, I would. I think we should start with on the positive note and lead with the good news. I knew you were going to say that. Um, you knew I was going to say that, and the reason why I think we should do that is because um, we're we're making a decision here. Yeah, that's going to be profitable for this. We don't want to lead the decision with fear. We want to lead okay. the decision with optimism. I like that. We want to lead the decision with success thought, and then afterwards we need to be realistic and 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 really say, all right, how much money is this going to be? Okay. And then, then we talk about okay. This, these are going to be my costs, both financial and uh, in time, yeah. and, and things like that. And then at that point, at the end, it should be clear. Yeah, and I, I will tell you, uh, folks out there in podcast land, one of the reasons that I'm deferring to Mr. Veal on making that decision is because he runs the marketing for our e-commerce here in the Coldesi family of companies. So um, everything that you've ever ordered from ColemanandCompany.com. Even those of you who decide to call us on the phone mm-hmm. because they don't like to order online, it ends up going through our shopping cart site. Yeah, and and it's it's not um, it's not easy to do, you know, to right. run an e-commerce store. However, um, it can be. There's a lot of great benefits I'm, to it that make it worth it. I'm going to tell you, like the first the first thing for me is um, because I've done a few e-commerce sites. Mm-hmm. And good e-commerce software, which is most of them are pretty good now, mm-hmm. good e-commerce software is designed to help you sell more. Yes. Like, it's literally like there are built-in tools in a shopping cart software that's good that will do things that you've noticed, like, on all the ones that you go to now. So if you go to Amazon.com and you uh, place an order for something, it will do, it will give suggestions of, hey, people that bought this, also bought these items over here. So it's doing a certain percentage of your sales job for you. Yeah, it helps to recommend products. It helps to um, inform your customers exactly what they're getting. Yeah. Um, it, it will, um, it puts all of your products next to each other in an organized, in an organized fashion. Yeah. So if you are, if you're showing somebody one particular garment or style on that same page, you're showing them others that may, they might prefer that they didn't know you offered. Right. You know, so you might have t-shirts, but next to that t-shirt, there might be a sweater. They did, your customer might not have realized that that was an option, and, and, and they would, would have preferred this. And we made it. We actually made a big deal of this in one of our "How to Make More Money Next mm-hmm. Month" uh, podcasts. Is that that idea of upselling or offering somebody something that either they they may not have known you carried, or they just weren't thinking about it in association with this order? Yeah. So, for example, if if you've got a um, a team site with all of the Jaguars shirts on it. And like Mark said, you can also get a Jaguar um, sweatshirt or a hoodie. Maybe they didn't know you carried hats. So you can set, everyone that looks at this Jaguar series, show them this picture of this hat Mm -hmm. and suggest that they do this with their order. And that can add, you know, uh, you might have started out with a $15 T-shirt order. And then they saw that you offered a hoodie you know, for 20 bucks, and now it's a T-shirt and a hoodie for a $35 order, and then they see you've got a hat, I may as well complete the outfit. So you've turned a very inexpensive one-off into a nice $50 order, you know, for a set of products. Yeah, and, and I think that there's something to maybe bring up 
um, that I feel like we maybe shot right past okay. is um, there's there's two things I think of when we're sell- when selling online. Right? Um, one is that you sell um, a, a style of shirt, uh, a niche of shirt, um, specific designs, a gimmick. Yeah. You know, you sell funny T-shirts. You a brand. You've got your own you brand. Your brand. You know, you sell different things like that um, that kind of fit anybody in any realm, and you're going to hope to sell online to those people. So whether, you know, it's geeky shirts or comic book shirts or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. or Bacon, band, bacon band, shirts. Bacon shirts, yeah. yeah. Um, so what? So you might sell that and, and that, and you're selling to anybody anywhere within that niche. Yeah. Then the other is that you're offering to sell online because you get contracts or um, agreements with local organizations. Yeah. Like a school, like the Jaguars or... Um, or a little league, or local businesses. You know, you might do shirts for a couple, a couple of corporations in your area that have fifty, a hundred employees, and you want to make it easier for them to not or only order in bulk when they order. You know, every spring, spring they get their new line. Right. But you also want people to be able to order individually. Um, so an example might be, you know, um, every year this company gets a new set of shirts for their crew. You know, whatever yeah. the new style that they're wearing is, and there's a hundred people that work for the company, so you're ordering, you know, three, four, five hundred shirts during this one period of time, and everybody fills out a form, all the different shirts and styles they want. The order it's a form, bulk order. Yeah, you know, they fill out the, and then you do your bulk order. They fill right. out the order form, and you get a giant stack from one person in the organization, and that could be the same for um, when. Uh, little league season starts, charity shirts, you know, yeah, when hockey season yeah. starts, when the charity is, is going to, you know, and, and they do these bulk things. And a lot of a lot of garments happen like that. You know, yep. there's a charity event that's happening, so they order 100 shirts. But also, in addition to that, you offer an online store where you say, by the way, any of your employees or fans or team members can come at any point in time, and they can order extras. So if they decided not to get the sweatshirt at first, and then they saw a bunch of people wearing the sweatshirts, and they said, I wish I would have ordered one. They can easily go online and order one. They don't have to go through a department or a person, because eventually that's just going to break down and nobody's going to do it. Right. That's why you get a giant order of you know, 300 pieces, maybe, and then you get no more after that, or you get one or two randoms. Right. The point of the e-commerce would be you get that big order of 300, for this organization, but then afterwards, you know, you're getting surprise orders. Yeah, consistently. I, I like that, and that that made me think of. We had one of our customers just posted. They did, um, let's see, 121 um, t-shirts for a local softball league, and they did that over the weekend. It's the big thing, you know. Everybody gets outfitted for the season. They got 121 players in the league, so. This company printed up all of their shirts. So this company also doesn't have an online store. So if there are any reorders, that has to happen from the coach or whoever's running the league has to come in and reorder those shirts. But they're just T-shirts. The people that play in that league, they might have, they might tear the shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, they might want to have two more shirts for practice that they want to wear. They might want to wear a shirt to work on Fridays to let everybody know that they're doing um, softball. Uh, they might want that sweatshirt or the cap or something along those lines. And if 
these 121 people, they have, they have fans, they have kids, they have brothers and sisters and moms and dads that are all market opportunities that, man, if they could share, you know, a, a site that had an additional T-shirt on it that just had the, the league logo, or maybe you could customize it and say, my son plays softball. Yeah. You know, with this. And now you've got this business that just happens behind the scenes and doesn't require a phone call and a piece of paper and a visit. Yeah, and, you know, part of why this is going to make you money if you could do it this way is because of the availability of, um, you know, money is only available to each of these individuals in chunks at a time. Okay. You get paychecks. Right. Okay. Um, and think different things happen during each paycheck cycle, during each month of your life. So, um, you know, I had a bunch of car work done. Yep. And to fix a bunch of things in my house. Then we had a big storm come through. I spent a lot of money in a little period of time. Yes. I have no extra money to spend on a T-shirt right now. Right. You know. Um, however, a month before that, I bought. I think I. I think I bought three or four new shirts for myself. I bought two pairs of jeans and a pair of shoes. Yeah. Right. And then probably in October sometime, I'm going to go shopping again and buy a few more things for myself. I want, I want a new pair of khakis. I want a new, yeah. you know, I want some new socks. And, and I'll say that both of us are in a similar situation. We wear decorated apparel every day at work. Yeah. Like I wear 100% of the time, I will wear a shirt that's got the Coldessi logo embroidered on it. And Mark Vila is wearing a digital heat FX. Yeah, how do you like that? Polo right now, it looks fantastic. Yeah. That is a, a great system. Or he'll may he'll have something that says Coleman and Company on it that was done with the cut and press vinyl cutter. So we wear decorated apparel every day as part of our business. There are a lot of companies out there that that require their employees to do that too. Yeah, and and it's like it's funny because sometimes I consider that internally. Like, I feel like we should have our own little internal e-commerce store with yeah. our employees because we make it here. We should do that. You know, <laughs> we should do that. Um, we we make it here, right? Um, so we don't have a, a store that we order through. Right. Um, our, custom, our, our employees will, you know, we, we order shirts, you know, we order shirts, they pay for the shirt, and yes. then we take it, and then we decorate it ourselves. And yeah. Most of the employees will do a lot of the decorating themselves. Um, but... Uh, when you're dealing with a business like we're mentioning, or or yeah. a little league, or or a dance school, or whatever right. it is, uh, so a few things. For one, you mentioned that you know grandpa might come and he might decide he wanted a shirt. They might decide you want some extra practice shirts. You might spill ketchup, uh, you know, yeah. at a game on your shirt. You might rip your shirt, um, or uh, you might just have some extra money this week and you would like you wouldn't mind having a few more shirts. Yeah, um, which is um, kind of at the point now where where I'm at. Um, with my work shirts. I have a few I kind of want to retire. Yeah. I'm ready to retire. Um, I, uh, I want to get a couple different colors. Yeah. You know, things like that. So, and it's also about the availability of money. Yeah. So, I'm, I want to do that. I'm not going to do it in September, but in October, I want to try to budget, you know, 100 bucks to get a few extra shirts. So, so that goes to, that goes to one of the gains of having a, um, a shopping cart, mm-hmm. an e-commerce store, um, is that not only will you get, well, you'll get surprise orders. You'll get those people that do not participate in that initial buy and they want to add on. And mm-hmm. that'll, that'll just happen. There's no chance that will not happen. If you make it easier for, easy for people to buy um, the clothes that they like, they will buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next thing that we, the other thing that we talked about is once you get someone on the site, 
the ability to upsell is built into most to most shopping cart applications. So again, that same person that goes and they want to order an extra shirt for work that's got the company logo on it, they want to order an extra team jersey, you know, if they are offered the opportunity to get two or to get a sweater or a sweatshirt or to get, you know, decorated shoes or a mm -hmm. cap or a bag or something like that, they might they might take advantage of that as well. And that's just going to end up in more sales. Because many of you out there aren't really salespeople. Mm -hmm. So you're not naturally inclined yep. to look at an order for 120 shirts and think to yourself, wow, what else can I sell them? No, you just want to get the money, get them off the phone, and start printing your shirts. So you're not thinking about offering, well, you know, if you get a cap to match each one of these shirts, I'll give you a discount on the whole order. Or did you know we offered this as well? If you're missing those questions, then a shopping cart site could, could be a good thing for you. Yeah, and so you've got... Uh, a couple things to consider here. You know, can do you do you have a business where you could benefit from being able to easily share and and let people know that there is a place to go for them to order additional apparel. So you you might you have a couple different things. One, if your business is like you mentioned before, semi online already, meaning yeah. people are calling you up to order the same things. Right. There's there's not it's not all custom work. Um, then you're already kind of selling online. So you yep. have to make that happen. Um, if you have a business where you're selling to a bunch of different organizations consistently and you think that you could get reorders, then that's, some, that's, that's a benefit as well to you. So you yeah. can make a good amount of money that way. And then also it makes it easier to help possibly keep business long-term. Okay. You, you, you Not only are you selling... And easy. Uh, not only you're going out there and you're selling to the business or the or the sports league or the school or whoever it is, yep. you had to go out there and get that business somehow. You know, whether it was a referral or you physically went out and sold it, they came and now they're doing their paper and phone orders with you. Yes, it helps to an, an additional benefit that you get to offer your customers is like, hey, also anyone at any point in time, including you, the next time you want to do a bulk order. You know, I'm talking to yep. you know the director of operations that would order shirts for this company yep. you know, or the coach. Um, not only do you get all that, but the next time anybody wants to order one or two shirts or if you want to do your order next time online, right? There, there's a form online, and I'm going to upload all your logos on there, the different options, and all, all the approved shirt styles that you like, and um, all the sizes yep. and the approved colors. And then you... you or anybody on your team or anybody in your business or anybody in your school at any point in time can go online. They can pick from one of the three approved logos. They can pick from one of the five approved shirts. They can pick from one of the two approved colors. Yeah. They pick their size. They place their order. And you can actually have somebody place your entire next order for 300 shirts online. Yeah. Or you can do them one at a time anytime you want. You know, yeah. um, and but I'm still happy to do orders the same way that we do now, where you call me up and tell me. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, and that and that person can share a website address with everybody in the company, and they like that also because what happens is is oftentimes it happens like this: is the you know, mom ruined, accidentally bleached a kid's shirt, and they need to get replacements, so they have to tell the coach. Right. The coach has to make some time to call you. They have to collect a check from the parent. You know, they, yeah. they, they got to send you a check or, yeah. or give you a credit card. It's all of these hands are in something when the coach, I'm sure, would be very happy 
to just say, oh yeah, no problem. Here's the website you go to. Here's yeah. you know here's where you go. You pick the one you want, um, or they can do it right on their phone. Yeah, the coach can yeah. you know right there on their phone. Here, let me let me let show me you. It. Here, here. All right, here's my phone. You know, put in. You know, yeah, log check out right now. Yeah. Um, so you can make things easier for your customer. That's a benefit. Yeah. So uh, part of an exercise I think to do here would be, um, you know, what what could be the financial benefit for you if you did that in numbers? You know, okay. How, how many? How much money do you think you can make? How many one-off orders do you think you could do? Um, how much time might you save? Yeah. I mean, time. Time is the big one. If you think about you know getting that shoebox full of. Uh, scrunched up $20 bills that you normally do after you do a charity run or, you know, uh, you collect money from a school. Mm -hmm. um, if you compare that to just credit card processing, um, there's there's a lot of time savings there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of time savings is not, not having to try to figure out people's handwriting for sizes. Um, there's a lot of time savings in you ferrying back the, uh, you know, between the school or the business and your office. Uh, and there's a lot of extra money to be made with the upsells and everything else. Yeah, and, the, and you don't have to worry about checks and yeah. bounce checks. And I mean, there's there's a ton of things to do. You're getting it, and um, and you can give people a secure way to do it. Yep. So it's secure. It's easy. You know, you can put PayPal so they can check out with PayPal. You know, make it easy. You can make it very very easy on people. You can make a lot of money. So this is part of the decision making process. Do you have to do this to be successful? We already said no. No. But maybe if if you're looking but I bet at you could. Yeah, if you're yeah. looking at all the different customers you had, the time that you spend, you know, you need to write some of this down and think about it. How yeah. much time do you spend, you know, doing bulk orders and how much work is that? How much time do you spend if a customer wants to order, you know, three more shirts? Yeah. How do you charge for that? Do you charge differently? How do you take that order? Do you take it the same way as the bulk order? I have no issue if it takes you 15 minutes to process a bulk order between like sending up the email, writing up an invoice, getting yeah. it, collecting a check, yeah. taking that to the bank. If you put in an hour's worth of work on doing that, but it's for 500 shirts, well worth it. Right. Um, but if, if, it's having, for two, if it's the same exact process yeah. for two, maybe you can fix that, save yourself a bunch of time, and then other is... Other is um, plenty of businesses just won't even offer the single or two or three shirt order for that reason because of all that time. Right. So right. now you can turn around and you can make it simple. Now you're going to charge more for that. Yep. The single, you know, when you're buying them in bulk, the shirts are only eighteen dollars, but when you're buying them one at a time, they're twenty six. Yeah. You know whatever. It might well, be. and and actually, the nice part about that is, is you don't have to say those numbers to somebody because I know yep. a lot of you have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Is you know just. Your quantity from one to three is twenty-five dollars. The quantity from three to a thousand is eighteen dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can do that online and not have to deal with that customer face to face on that. Yeah, and then you can also you can you, what's great about it is you have the power to do whatever you want within that realm. Yeah. So you can say your online store is only going to be for all. All the online store prices are are tier one pricing. It's all for less than five. Right. Okay. If you want to order more than five, call. You do your process. Yeah. yeah. You know, or whatever the number is, ten, one, ten, five, whatever it might be. So you can pick if you want to make it. If you want to be able to have everybody check out online for all the stuff, you know, yeah. all reorders. Or yeah. if you want to just have it for the fill-ins. Yeah. Um, and then there's also 
what we started with is maybe your business just is selling funny funny shirts and um, or themed shirts. Yeah. And then you should just sell all of them online. You know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a simple one. And and I do want to I do want to say one last thing about the uh, about the potential gains. Okay. Before we get into the terrible things that are going to happen when you start selling online. Yeah. Um, and that is you open up the possibility of effective advertising. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are much more direct and profitable advertising opportunities on Facebook and with pay-per-click and things like that um, when you have an online store uh, that can really open the business up to you. Yeah, now off an email as well. Yeah. You know, so you have a list of customers that buy from you, and now you can advertise to them in, in a different way, yep. um, whether it's email or whatever it is. Hey, we just got a new, we got our new fall line in. Here's four new options for you to order. Yep. And click here to buy one. You know, so you get yep. to do that with, with everybody who's ordered from you before. Yep. And I they like can that. see it. And they and it's also a cool place because it's one singular place to see all the options, all the colors, all the styles, all the designs, all the prices. Right. You can do all that together. Um, and that makes that's nice for people too. True. All right, now let's talk about the terrible things. Okay, let's talk about so so I want what is gonna catch on fire. What is what is what, what are the horrible yeah, things what hail I'm fire I'm is going to get down? I'm going to get hacked. And all of my customers' yeah. credit card information well, well, is going to be stolen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, no. Um, so tip- the typical things you know people are concerned about when starting an online store, I would say. Um, some of it are the security side. Of it. Yes. You know, what am I going to do with my customers and their credit cards and things like that? Um, what am I going to do with my, my website and keeping it secure and my customers' information? So what's cool about that um, is... As for the most part, the internet has very specific rules. Yes. You're going to take credit cards. You have to have a certain kind of website. Right. You have to have certain things on your website. There have to be certain things, and you almost can't do it without the other. And 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 you can't. And any like professional website designer or any of the off-the-shelf kind of shopping cart softwares have those tools built in. Yeah, they're going to make you have. You're going to make you do it if you're going to have to have. A certain security certificate and just to allow the PayPal module to be installed yeah. on your website, for and, example, things and, like that. And I'll tell you that, you know, like, for example, some big retailers have been hacked, like Target, mm-hmm. for example. You're not going to be that. So no one's going to pay that close to attention, you know, you know, to your to your site. So the odds that you're actually going to have somebody breach the typical security that's on the website in order to get your customer's credit card information are just incredibly. And, yeah, and all the things that you're going to install and use on your website are not of a target enterprise level addition. Right. So, you know, you're going to pay probably a little a higher fee than Target does. Yeah. You know? But also because when a customer is putting in their customer information, it's probably not being directly stored in your website at all. It's not. It, it's being processed through, you know, a Circle Pay or PayPal, Authorize.net, or whatever a credit card uh, a credit card process a credit card process. So then it becomes their responsibility to keep that information safe. Yeah. So so information is safe online. So that's not something that's not something that I would have as a real fear as long as you're doing it properly. Right. Your credit your online store does not mean you use the simple form builder and one of the fields you create is type in credit card number. Right. You know, yeah, so, so you can manually process yeah. it when you get the email. 
Yeah, that's not an online store. Yeah, it's actually going to be safer for you to take an order through a shopping cart software like a WooCommerce or a Shopify or something like that um, than if they email you their credit card information. Yeah. Significantly safer. Yeah, so so you've got the security. Um, I think the real downfalls are, are that it's, it's actually going to cost you money on a regular basis to keep it up and running. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of money is that? That's actu- the actual website itself. The, the, right. The domain name is one. Right. The hosting. So where is it going to live? Yeah. Live somewhere, and that space costs rent. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, so you have to own the name of it. That's a small fee. Yes. You know, uh, 20 bucks a year or less. Something like then, that. And then you've got to have a place for it to live. There's going to be rent for that store. Right. The Which rent is, is in a virtual space on, 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 a, on a hard drive. Which is GoDaddy or, or Bluehost yeah. or something like or, that. Or Shopify right. you know, or whatever it might be. So uh, usually not very much, 100 yep. a year or yep. less. You know, that's, so that's a cost. Then there's usually, if you're going to take credit cards online, there you have to have security certifications. Basically, right. it's ways to make sure that your website is safe according to the internet rule, internet's rules. Yes. Um, per, or the, or the, I should say, not necessarily the internet's rules, but the rules that a um, merchant service company, a credit card company, is going to require in order just to allow credit cards to be processed through your yep, website. That's true. There's a fee there that right. might be a hundred a year. You know, um, then you've, you are going to have um, some actual like maintenance type of costs. Yeah, and these are these are kind of the sneaky ones because, for example, I just did a video about setting up a Shopify store, and for about eighty dollars a month, they will take care of everything. Okay, you, you know what All I mean. Right. So they'll like uh, they'll help you with the domain name. They will take care of the hosting, um, and with uh, plus three percent of your transaction fees, they'll handle the credit transactions. Okay. So you can do it all that at one place for eighty bucks a month, fundamentally. Okay. But what really sneaks up on you, and it does on all of our cold essing Coleman and Company websites, is the is maintaining the sites themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, every um, every once in a while, especially if you're using like a WooCommerce or something, uh, there will be different updates that happen throughout the year um, to the back end software of the site. If you're using a plugin, which is a little software application on your website that might do things like show people a blog post or make it better pictures or capture somebody's email address, all of these updates are happening and improving all the time. So either you have to watch your website and handle those transactions, you know, you have to update it yourself, or you have to contract somebody to do that. Yeah, and sometimes there's a fee associated, and sometimes there might not. Right. So uh, it's going to be similar to if you have a digitizing software or if you've got graphics software. Yeah. Right? Um, you initially bought the software for a certain dollar amount. Yeah. Um, so you bought software for six, $700, $1,000. Now you own a $1,000 piece of software. And then I have a little updates that are a couple that are free. And, and what do you have to do? You have to click install add the update, yeah. right? I'm just talking about Yeah, cars. no, you're right, you're right. And then every so many years, they have a new version. Oh, well, if you want the new version, you have to upgrade, and that's 100 bucks, whatever that might yeah. be. And then in every so many years, they're going to say, that old version is not going to work anymore. We're right. not going to support it. Right. You now have to spend the $100 to upgrade. Your website is going to be similar to that. Um, anything that you have on your website, so the company, the companies who manage credit cards and, and everyone's security, every once in a while they're going to say, we recommend everybody do this update for free. 
And then every once in a while, they're going to say, everybody has to do this free update. Right. And then every once in a while, they're going to say, everybody has to do this update, and it's a good amount of work. So either you're going to have to spend hours doing it yourself if you or you're going to hire somebody. Or you're right. going to hire somebody. So it's going to be similar to just like any other software you own. There's yeah. going to be short-term time costs. There's going to be longer-term actual financial costs. Yeah, it's not going to be like a, an e-commerce site. It's not something. It's not a set it and forget it. So you you do have a commitment to a certain level of involvement with the site, mm-hmm. or to pay somebody to handle that for you. So uh, you can think of it a lot like also as if you rented a retail space. You know, when you first rent the space, you've got to build everything out the way you like it. And even after everything is built and it's beautiful and it's working perfectly, you're still going to have to clean it once a week. You're still going to have to restock the inventory. You're still going to want to change around the displays. Things get old. Things get broken. You're still going to have to maintain that store. Light bulbs go out. Yeah, or it's going to look crappy in a very short period of time. It's kind of the same thing with with any website that you use. Yeah, and then similar to that as well, the look and feel and style of it. Yeah. So um, if you go into, say, a thrift store now, most of them have done no updating since they were originally opened. Right. Um, so the one that there's the one lots of linoleum. The, yeah, the one across the street from, from here. There's yeah. one across the street from here. And they look probably exactly the same as when they opened up in, like, 1982. Yeah. So the racks are the same. No, they're a thrift store. You know? Right. Um, however... If you have an online store and you started your website in 1999 or 2005 and it's still the same as it is today, it's terrible. You're going to look like that store. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to have the old racks and and a bunch of broken things that were patched up. Yep. um, And uh, a crack in in the glass that somebody fixed, you know, with clear tape. Right. That's what your website's going to be. So owning a storefront is similar to a website. They're both the same. You have to kind of some some of it is just maintenance, and some of it's keeping up with the times. Yeah, and you're you're kind of also you have to decide: Are you the person that's going to build out the the retail space? Are you the person that's going to do all the maintenance? Are you the one that's going to build the shelves or move the displays, or are you going to contract with a professional to do that? Yeah, or do you or do you have employees that can yeah. do that that, that you're going to keep you know that are on your staff? And I will tell you that most people can do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Internet has gotten very simple. Yeah. Okay? Um, But that doesn't mean you want to or that you should. So just because, I mean, there are a lot of smart people out there who just hate the Internet. You know, they don't want to do software. They they want to spend their time doing design or just making shirts, you know, or blinging shirts or or whatever it is. If If you hate it, if you dread it, if you don't have an aptitude for it, then it's pretty simple to find somebody to do it for you. Yeah, and you've got, to, and I think we should talk about some of that pricing because there's a few different levels of pricing. Okay. Um, so maybe we could start with like what which, what's your minimum cost going to be? What's that going to include? And then what's like your highest end cost going to be? And what's that going to include? Because I think people need to understand that. Yes. Um, because you are you need to make sure that you are not if you're too low on the scale and you could afford to do more. Yeah, You're, you could probably get something done much significantly more better than it, than, you, than, you, than the money you put in. Yeah, you know. Um, also, at the same time, plenty of people will spend ten thousand dollars on a website that they might as well should have done a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Very true. So you mentioned Shopify um, as one. 
Yeah, yeah there's plenty of these online shopping cart stores, big commerce, Wix, um, Wix, um, 3D cart, 3D cart. Um, okay, and there's even uh, one. Uh, there's several that are designed specifically for the custom apparel business, like uh, Deco Network and I think Inksoft. Yeah, and there's uh, and then even in Facebook has their own yeah absolutely store stuff you could do. So um, all of these they're going to cost you. It's not a lot of money to co- to get that created. Okay, right. um, so like you eighty dollars a month for like a, a full boat type of a service. Yeah, now this is for eighty bucks a month. You know, for example, on Shopify, that gives you the ability to build your own site yeah. from a template with with help with tech support. Yeah, you definitely get tech support. See, with tech support. So so relatively speaking, for less than a hundred dollars a month or ish. You know, yeah. depending what you get, it could be one ninety nine a month if you got a very robust software. Yeah. But for a hundred bucks a month, you could build something on your own from a template um, that is going to be relatively easy to make. Yeah. Now, what I would level up one level up from that is you can hire a contractor or a company to just do that for you. So what I mean is, you buy the subscription that's sixty nine dollars a month. Yeah, hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and then you hire somebody to just do the work in that. Yeah. Not- so 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 basically, like, here's all the pictures of what I'm going to sell, yep. and here's all the descriptions and the prices of what I'm going to sell. Make it. This is my logo. Make it beautiful. I want it. Yeah, and use the te- use the built-in templates. Yeah, I want it to be you know pink and blue. Yeah. Um, and then show me the template you're going to use, and then yeah. after I say yes. Then show me what the each page will look like relatively, and I'll say yes. And then finish building them until all my products are online, and then and then we're done. And I'll pay you. And then every once in a while, I'll reach out to you again because like once a month, I'm gonna just have you make sure everything is up to date and new and fresh. Yeah, something like that should cost you um, more than likely um, a three-digit number. I would say. By three digits, like in the hundreds, yes, seven hundred, yeah, yeah, under under a thousand dollars, under a thousand, definitely, yeah. probably get it done for under five hundred bucks. Yeah, so so depending on how many products you have, and if yep. you, and if you're going to ask them to do any custom artwork or get any custom art made, yeah, but it's assuming that you kind of have most of the basic artwork done, here's plain, here's pictures, here's words, here's description. I've got a hundred products. Yeah, you could probably you can get that done for you know. A three-digit number yeah, somewhere. Agreed. Um, so that's kind of my next level up when I was thinking of. Then we get into um, more custom, right? Which is using a, an existing platform like a WooCommerce or Shopify or BigCard or something like that, and having someone design a scrap uh, uh, a site for you built around that, not using one of the existing templates, but doing something just specifically for you. Yes, yeah, so this is your site is going to be unique. Right. Um, and this, I would compare this from like a, um, like those fast food Chinese places okay. to a Chinese restaurant. Okay. Which I consider to be two different things. Yep. So the fast food Chinese places, every town's got one. Yep. Um, uh, if you live in a decent city, you have 400. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. But they're the same. The menu yeah. is basically the same yeah. with a few like a few different logo changes. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, the L6 is the same on plenty of menus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right? And when you walk in, they have the same pictures of the company. Now, the food, the, the, food, the food could be great. So just like in one of those templated um, e-commerce stores, the product could be amazing, 
and the menus in all those places definitely work. Yeah, because you just go in and you pick a number twelve, you know, whatever yeah. you want. And the one that's the one there's one right by my place that's one of those cookie cutter places. Yeah. But everything they make is really good. And yeah. you could tell they use fresh ingredients, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and you can also go to another one with the same template or the pro- but that's we're talking about the finished product, right. not the not the template. Um, the other would be a Chinese restaurant, meaning that this is like a restaurant. They're not going off that. They made their own menu. They yeah. designed their own look. They have. They designed their booths. They designed their yeah. Their, that's their, a good their tiles. That's yours. The cost is significantly different, right? Because one place took a menu that was already built, put their logo on the top, got a thousand printed. Yeah. The other place hired an artist to custom design the menu. Yeah. And then the menu is uh, got a plastic top and it folds open and it's gold leaf. And you've got employees and decor and, and yeah. you know, all that stuff in a real So way. your website is going to be similar to that. If you get a custom built website where everything is ground up custom yeah. built, um, or for the most part, I say semi custom, yeah. meaning that they take some basic templates and alter it around. Yeah. They're not figuring out how to process a credit card. Correct. Right. They're using that. They're using that te- existing technology. And and the so how I would compare this yeah. would be that it's it's a you have a restaurant, but you ordered booths online. Yeah. So you ordered. You picked from a thousand booths. You didn't have a woodworker custom right. make all their booths. Right. Because we're talking mid level custom here. Yeah. You ordered booths. Okay. You ordered chairs. You ordered tablecloths. Yeah. You ordered um, menus that you can insert print into. Got it. You had a bunch of extra got design it. work. Yeah. Same for your website. So you got custom artwork. You've got some basic menu styles, but you're tweaking the font and the color yeah. and some of the shapes. So that type of work right there, which is sem- semi-custom, you're yeah. using some pre-built things and you're do- using some custom. Okay. Price on that. I mean, um, what do you think? I just had a friend of mine pay $7,000. Okay. So I was going to say... Five thousand yeah. to ten thousand as a fair range for mostly custom, but, but it could be a lot less. It could be. A you lot know, I mean, less. we're just throwing out numbers it here. Could, yeah, but if it's any, you know, you you want to gauge this number. Yeah. If it's three thousand, okay, that might might be it. Um, if they're saying five ninety nine, I would be very. That doesn't make sense. Right. You, they're they're falling into the. They're the, using a template that no one's ever seen. You're before. falling into tier tier two. Yeah, you know. Um. So you know, tier one was okay. do it all yourself. Tier two was you use extreme templates, but you're just paying somebody to do the work. Yeah. Tier three is you're kind of using some off the shelf stuff, but yeah. a lot of custom work. And then the last tier up from that is you have dreams of exactly what you want. Meaning, yes. like, okay, on the left side, I want them to be able to pick a T-shirt, but then zoom in and read the tag so they can right. read and then zoom out and then drag a picture into that. And when they do that, you know, I want a unicorn to fly across the screen. <laughs> not, a, not a picture of a unicorn, an actual yeah. unicorn <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah. So, And you have dreams and listen. And when somebody adds something to the cart, I want something to pop up that, because you've been to all you've been to Bed Bath & Beyond's yeah. website. You right. know, you're like, oh, I want to be able to do, or I've been to Walmart saying, I want to be able to do what they did. When you're talking about something, of a, of a scale of that size where you are getting brand new ideas custom programmed. You're talking about t- 25 to a hundred. Yeah. It really depends on what you want. Yeah. You can spend all the money you can and it, it could be worth it. Yeah. It could be worth it. I mean, it's probably not. <laughs> it's, it's a very, a, very yeah. few, few instances 
is it actually working? Yeah, and you have to, and we have customers that have very intricate websites that do amazing and do a lot of business, you know. Yeah. But in addition, but they're the process when you're when you're saying I'm going to spend twenty thousand dollars on a website is a bigger business investment, meaning like you also have a plan to drive people there. Yeah. You also have an advertising budget. Yeah. You've also got, and yeah. you've got, got everything you know multiple people to manage all of these things. Right. Because they're all big projects. And, and you could, I mean, then you could work up to that. You could yeah. see it that you could start at the simplest level and then kind of work, work up to yeah. that, depending um, on your business. I'm, uh, if we're talking about, so level one, two, three, four, one is straight out of the box. You do all the work yourself. Two, straight out of the box, but you pay somebody to do some of the work. Three, some out of the box, some custom. Yeah. Four, your dreams. Yeah. All your hopes and dreams on the Internet. Right. I, re- I recommend, if you're brand new to this, my personal recommendation. Yeah. You're brand new to this. You haven't sold online. You have a modest budget to work with, and you're still kind of working out what where it's going to go. You have some ideas, yeah. Yeah. but you're working out where it's going to go. I'm a big fan of level two. Okay, I like that. Uh, I, I'll accept I, that. Most most people will try to do it all themselves. It becomes a working project that take, working process that takes forever. Yeah. Um. You never it's you're never quite satisfied with the look, and then every time you have to go to fix something, it's a thorn in your side. Mm. I like that. I I think that's all very true. I think that's all very true. Um. I also think that we've given people a pretty good idea. Yeah. Like a good about, suit about where nuts. we are. Yeah. A soup to nuts kind of a thing. And I'd like to hear from you guys. We're just going to be quiet for a minute. You tell us whether or not you think it's a good yeah. idea for you to go into the e-commerce business or the shopping cart business. Uh, do all the, do all your math ahead of time. Figure out how much is it really going to cost you. Yeah. Um, don't just rely on you know, on your niece who sometimes kind of does websites. Mm, yeah. You know, um, get some quotes from multiple people. Get, not only get referrals, but do some searching online, you know, um, do a little bit of research, watch yep. some YouTube videos, yep. educate yourself a little bit, figure out how much it's going to cost you, to think about how much business you think you can gain from it, Right. Um, think about how much time you think you could save. And then in the end, when you add up how much the investment is, how much money you can make, how much time you can save, the math is going to come out right if it's good for you or not. Yeah, very true. And and you know what we'll do is we'll put in the uh, in the show notes, we will put some links to like Wix and Deco Network and and some of the, some of the off the shelf e commerce sites that you might want to take a look at. Yeah. Um, and uh, any other resources that we can think of that will help you make a decision, we'll put in those as well. Yeah, and be careful because this stuff can suck you in and eat up <laughs> all your time, right. which is why I recommend Level 2 because yeah. most people that are that are going to listen to are going to start at Level 1, yeah. and they're going to get into it, and you are just going to be in. You're going to be up all night Trying messing to, with yeah. the site. Um, and messing with the templates, and then you're going to be up all night again, and then you're going to be done with it. It didn't work. You're going to give up. You're going to be angry. You hated all this idea in the first place. Anyway, why did I listen to Mark? And you're, and you're going to post. <laughs> you're going to post on the CAS uh, Facebook group. You say, "Ah, oh, this e-commerce thing doesn't work it at sucks. all. Yeah. This all doesn't work." Yeah. So, so you know, look into it. Get a budget. Save some money if you have to. Budget aside some money for the future. But I think it, I think in the end for most businesses that are in this industry, it's a really good idea to have some sort of an online checkout process, even if it's just for those little fill-in-between orders to save everybody time. I like it. 
All right. I think that um, I think I know. Yeah. Okay. That this has been Mark Stevenson from Coldessi <laughs> and Mark Viola from Coldmine Company. You guys have a great online business. Nice. Yeah.